Welcome to the MS Daily Podcast. This is episode 794, The Fine Line with Self-Deprecation. This is a uh, common defense, right? If you're an insecure person. We start this in childhood. We make the jokes about ourselves so that we're in control. So instead of people making jokes at our expense making us the punchline, we're taking control by making ourselves the punchline. And then we tell ourselves that they're laughing with us instead of laughing at us. The problem with this is part of you, part of me, part of us believes this stuff. We can say it in the most sarcastic tone, but we believe this stuff about ourselves. And it I, I would say seeps into our internal dialogue, but let's be honest. It's at the core of our internal dialogue. All of the negative stuff, it doesn't matter if it comes out of someone else's mouth or if it comes out of ours. This is not control. This is deflecting the pain. Now, if you're part of the social media weight loss community, and I think our relationship with food for many of us is something that we, we use it to cope with something else. And what you find is it's how we view ourselves as a person. So if you talk to people as they're going through the process of weight loss, they're uncovering a lot of this stuff. They're uncovering why they were eating the way that they were, why they still continue. Because those thoughts and feelings don't go away, and that pattern doesn't go away. But there's something deeper. And I want to, you know, and I'm, I'm, we'll, I've done countless episodes on our relationship with food and how, um, you know, it, it ties into something deeper. I don't want to get too much into that right now. And I want to say that we're, we're going to have a relationship with food because of the modern societies that we live in. It's in our culture. So my number one thing with the relationship that we have with food is that we should do it guilt, we should have it guilt free. And I do ultimately believe and when it comes to the health and fitness stuff, you, you're, you eventually are going to figure out what works best for you, how you're able to be consistent. You're going to eventually build a plan on how you eat, exercise, and manage the other areas of your life that works for you. So eventually you're going to get the hang of this. But the reason I talk about how, you know, our, our relationship with food is a combination of of what we've learned, what's been modeled for us, and we eventually figured out that it was a way to cope with how we view ourselves. Because so many people, and this isn't just in the weight loss community, this is in general, have a negative view of themselves, tear themselves down. Sometimes it's subconsciously and they're not even aware that they're doing it. Other times they actively sabotage themselves and tear themselves down, and use 
these negative experiences, whether it's something that ha- that's happened, something they've been through, or what somebody says, or what they themselves say, as an affirmation and reinforcement that they are less than. And the number one relationship that we're going to have, I say this all the time because it's true. It's with ourselves. It's with what's going on in our own mind. We hear our voice more than we hear anyone else's. And the really sad thing is, is if people have said negative things, which everybody has had negative things said to them, we internalize that stuff. And eventually we take these statements that other people have said and we say them in our voice. And self-deprecating humor doesn't show that you're comfortable in your own skin. Does that mean you'll never make a joke at your own expense laughing at a situation that you're in and like, geez, seriously? No, it doesn't mean that. But there's a difference between someone not taking themselves too seriously and someone using self-deprecation. It's a coping mechanism. And they'll tell you as much. This is how I cope. This is how I deal with things. And they'll even say, I know it. A lot of people will even say, I know it's not good. Okay. So how can you get to, can can you go deep enough within yourself to dig these things out, to really work through what's been said and what's been put on you? to where you can actually let it go. Because just saying, well, you know, other people say that about you and it's not true. It's not true, that's that's absolutely correct. Any label that, that has been put on any of us, we don't have to abide by that. We can change, people. you know, people are gonna have their perceptions, but we can change who we are whenever we want. That is true. But how are we gonna do that? How are we gonna get into our Are we going to go deep enough within ourselves to actually work through the pain, work through the insecurity? And I talk to you guys a lot about journaling because I I think this is something that's worked really well for me. I think it's a very powerful tool. And it's something that if you have a smartphone or if you have a notepad, like a physical pen and paper, not, not just the one on your phone, but that works too, you can do this. And at first, it's going to feel odd. And, it, and then, you know, you're going to be like, well, what do I write about? And I've told you guys, when I journal, like, there was, there was a book that I went through. There's a Hole in My Love Cup by Sven Erlinson that had a bunch of journal prompts, and I went through them. And I powered through them in a handful of days just to develop the skill of journaling. And now I still do it. And my prompts or whatever's on my mind. And it helps with identifying things. So it is true. Whatever anyone else has said about you, whatever you have now decided, or decided at some point in your life that you need to be on the offense with and you need to put it out there before they do, that statement never had to define you. The fact that it did for so long, that's okay. You weren't aware and or you weren't ready to work through it. 
I'm just hoping now that you are. I hope now is the time. Again, I think eventually I'm hopeful for everybody that whatever, that, that all this stuff, you're going to figure it out. That's what I've always said with fitness and weight loss. And that's what I've always said. Like, and I think the relationship you have with yourself, I think eventually you're going to figure it out. Now we live in a world with a ton of distractions to where you can ignore it and run from it. And, you know, if you look at the percentages, yeah, probably most people are just going to run from their problems for their entire life, but you don't have to. And if you're listening to this podcast, 700 some odd episodes in of the Almost Daily, then you at least find, then, then you at least are aware that there's stuff within yourself deep inside you that you've been running from and you're hopeful that you're going to be able to deal with them. And I think, honestly, if that's where you are, I think eventually you're going to, you will figure this out. All this stuff is inside of you. But it all comes back to, to how you see yourself. And the self-deprecation, and I know you're going to, well, everybody does it. And that is probably true. Especially if you're involved in a community like the weight loss community where people are working through a lot of lifelong insecurities and they felt less than. And I'm not talking to you guys about anything that I have not, will not, and currently at times still also struggle with. I've struggled with all of this. I felt like I was less than in almost every area of my life. Sometimes it's at one point or another, and sometimes it was like my entire life. I just felt like I was, I, I didn't measure up. <laughs> so I, 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 I understand it. I really do. And I'm, hope, and I'm hopeful for you. And I think if you're, first, if you're aware that self-deprecation is not truly a defense it's a form of sabotage. You, if you truly understand that, then you can start working underneath it, digging into it, seeing what the actual pain really is, and, and really working to get rid of that, whatever that label is. And again, it's, it's where you have to figure out where you are and where you can actually do the work on this stuff. Just telling you that, hey, it's not a defense mechanism, it's self-sabotage. So, you know, like just leaving it at that and be like, oh, go fix it. Well, it's going to take time. And if something that if, if self-deprecation is something that you use on a fairly regular basis, and if you have for years, if not decades, uh, you're not going to just be able to turn it off. The first thing is being aware. So let's say you are aware that there's three instances today or 52 instances today. Okay, cool, you're aware of it. Maybe tomorrow there'll be 49 or there'll be one. And you'll just, you, you, you work on it. You're never going to be perfect with it because this is, a, this is a thought process and an action that has become ingrained in who you are. So the option's always going to be there. It's going to be easy to slip into it. There's going to be times you slip into it. But if you're aware of it and you're working on not I'm trying to like not do it if you're working on not doing it that is progress and you can do this but yeah self-deprecation again there's definitely a lot to be said for not taking 
life or yourself too seriously and being able to roll with things and be able to look at situations that you're in and look at you're in and look at what's going on and say and laugh at it but being outwardly critical of yourself no matter how sarcastically you say it you believe it to some extent and you might even believe it fully about yourself that is damaging and i want you to be able to work through it. First part is being aware. Second part is digging into it. And again, I think journaling can really help. I think all the stuff that we talk about as far as mental health tools can help. I think disconnecting and just being able to be in your thoughts, which I prefer doing outside, and I love doing that for walks. It's challenging because like at this current point in time, it's nine degrees outside as I record this. There's a bunch of snow on the ground. So maybe I'll be able to go for a walk, go for a walk, but you know, any way that you can disconnect from a highly connected life and take a few minutes to be in your own thoughts, and that's going to be scary at front at first. And I talked to you guys about that when I started taking my walks, and I wasn't distracting myself with podcasts or music or anything. It was very noisy. The chatter was was unbelievable at first. But eventually, things started to calm down. And for me, that didn't take long. All of this is within, within you. And I fully believe everything that we talk about, you can build a better relationship with yourself. If you're on the health and fitness process right now, you can build an active lifestyle based around your preferences, ability levels, and, and move forward with that and actually make it to where Health and fitness and having this active lifestyle is just part of what you do. You can do that. And you can stop with the self-deprecation. You're not going to be able to cut it out completely. And you're not going to be able to shut it off right away. But you can work on it. And I believe that you will. Let me know your thoughts on this. You can head to DarylPerryPodcast.com right now. Get in touch with me either through social media, email, text, whatever's easiest for you. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.